Welcome everyone to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And this is episode 118. The PW Fan is a journey over the hearts and minds of professional wrestling fans. And we appreciate you joining us on this journey. I am your host, collector, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And now I'm going to pass it over to the other hosts. And I'm your host, the architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Booker Andy. I'm also your host, the No Sound Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. Well, as always, we will be reviewing the haps in the world of pro wrestling, and today we will be discussing the Elimination Chamber qualifiers, new AEW Tag Champions, WrestleMania's kickoff event, and more. Of course, please stick around to the end. We'll be talking about a uh, classic show classic show of the week. If you could guess, it's probably going to be a WrestleMania, another good one, just because we're on the road. We are on the road. Uh, before we get started on this week's episode, we kindly ask you to go to youtube.com backslash at the PW fan pod. If you could please subscribe, that would really help us out a lot. If not, maybe go watch a video and like it, comment, all that stuff really helps us out. For all other social media, you just want to search at the PW fan where we'll pop up where you can follow along. Uh, we are mostly active on Instagram, you know, just to like throw that out there. So if you want to add us on, uh, Andy's pretty active on TikTok as well. So Instagram and TikTok at the PW oh, fan. Man, but TikTok, or, TikTok will not let me have a lot of views. I'm getting really got the it's algorithm. Things like run. I, I they, were like, they were like, hey, fuck you. Like was me from a regular profile yeah so we appreciate the listeners thank you for following us on all those social media platforms and uh, last but not least prowrestlingtees.com backslash the pw fan for shirts uh we're gonna get some new ones this year you know these designs cost money and uh if you stuck with us about th- uh three episodes ago I'm about uh I'm I'm down about thirteen thousand at this point. All right, so you know the the new designs, it's coming. We'll we'll get there. It'll happen when it happens. <laughs> gotta make up the thirteen k. I got I got to make Buy sure so to, that we can get money for the new designs. You got to make yeah. sure that talk wrestling Tim Dil- Tim Gilbert doesn't go to federal prison. All right, uh, Andy, we're going to pass it over to you and let you get started on this week's episode, buddy. Kind of a big week this week with wrestling, especially last Thursday, I'd have to say. Um, WWE-wise, that is. But let's get into Raw from this past week. With uh, Seth Rollins coming out, he wanted an answer from Cody Rhodes to, uh, to see, you know, where Cody was headed at this point, we still didn't know, you know, the rock had come back the Friday before I believe. And, uh, you know, all the, all the sad Cody tweets and uh, we want Cody hashtag had started. Um, so at this point, that's where we, where we were at. And so, uh, so Seth Rollins called out Cody, uh, before Cody could even give him an answer, Drew McIntyre would come out and he would try to convince Cody to finish his story um, and also trying to get Seth Rollins to defend his title against himself. Um, 
eventually Drew would attack uh, Seth, I believe, and then Cody and Drew would start brawling, and this would uh, Drew would end up on the outside of the ring. But he's uh, Drew's been shaking things up, not just on television, but online, and um, he had some rewards this past Friday for Triple H, even so. A strong opening segment, but it doesn't matter anymore after how this week transpired, but we'll get to that later. Anything well, before, that, guys? Uh, well, before we do get to that, I just want to say to the people listening at home, if you notice that Andy's sounding a little different today, it's because we've had an equipment I apologize for last week. So we heard the people. We heard the people, and you guys said, hey. This episode sucks. What the hell's going on? So Andy got a new microphone. Imagine and Jeremy. We, Me and Jeremy have the same mic now. Yeah. So we're doing the best we can. Uh, Me being the pro that I am, I always sound amazing when I'm behind a microphone. You know, I know that everybody knows. 13K in the hole. And, uh, <laughs> Me being 13K in the hole, I'm not upgrading right now. But yeah. Makes I sense. hope that I hope that this helped, uh, Andy. Thank you for your dedication to the show and doing a little bit of an adjustment to make sure that the people listening have a better audio experience. I made the experience not not just better for them, but for me as well. I got myself a table. I had my laptop Whoa. this time sitting on my hamper, but no one knew that until I admitted. yeah, that's right. The hamper, the hamper um, setup with the holding the mic. You were a legend for that. Yeah, that's, nice. some, that's some like yeah, underground cool. DIY hardcore shit. You're like, dude, I have my, my friend. Yeah. I have my laptop on my hand. My friend, my friend Corey told me to get a mic that doesn't look like I'm coming at promo. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, uh, Tim just said DIY. I know. Title shot at a number one contenders match. Yeah, how do you like? How do you like that uh, transition right there? there? You go. That's professional, Hoss. That is professional. Um, the elimination qualifiers began this week, um, starting with the women's elimination chamber. Becky Lynch would defeat Shayna Baszler, so we're one step closer to getting Becky versus Rhea, which hasn't been announced yet. But let's be honest, that's that's what's going to happen. That's what the fans want. Give give me what I want. Give me what Batista would say. You know what I want. Give uh, it to me. Rhea ripping it. Didn't he forget his lines? Yeah, and he like, just, that's he he just kept what he was supposed to say, so he just kept saying, You know what I want. Give it to me. I guess I'm just going to have to go off this. <laughs> um, speaking of Rhea, again, nice transition. You she would eventually come out. You would, if, you get it. Would come... <laughs> Sorry. Spitting all over the place here. Rock comes out smelling. Batista comes out spitting. Rhea Ripley would come out and she wanted uh, to attack Nia Jax after uh, being attacked by herself the week before. But Iron Pierce would come out beforehand um, and reveal that at Elimination Chamber in Rhea Ripley's home country of Australia, she will be defending her championship against Nia Jax, which I think one of us, I may say, predicted. Um, what was that, Tim? Is it ever Tim? Come on. Booker Andy. <laughs> I'm Booker Andy for a reason. Booker. Um, but Nijax uh, will end up uh, coming out after this, and a, uh, a brawl would ensue, of course, because things like this can never go smoothly. <laughs> 
the week before uh we thought so we thought at least uh that our truth was taken out of judgment day and beaten up and uh well he's going to put a judgment day backstage segment so and he understands you know it was his initiation beaten um <laughs> so <laughs> uh that's hilarious sorry guys that was my yeah. alarm andy take your pills Take your pills, Andy. Dude. Take your old man pills. Took my meds before we started. Took my <laughs> took meds before we started. He's got to take no, his I old meds. We always have to Long just time. remember Andy is 45, 55, you know, somewhere between <laughs> there. Right, so yeah. He has my to take. in nine days. Calm down, Tim. I'm he's not turning, He's turning 62. Uh, you know, he has 60, to take. 65 to 62. He has to take his old man hey, pills. If, I, if I'm 62, you're 65, so. No, there's that. That's a Keep that's a throwback to uh, something the wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, where Bruce would always do the same thing. He would forget to turn his alarm off, and it would go off, and Conrad would yell, <laughs> "Bruce, take your pails." <laughs> um, where was I? Our truth. That's right. So he's kind of like I think Damian Bruce this week said he's the mascot of Judgment Day. Not really, but. It's turning in that way. Cody coming it's out right him now. And, you know, uh, I'll get to it. We'll talk more about it later, but as we're having our truth, I bring it up. So, you know, the kickoff event or the blood or the, the family tree was being shown on the screen. Someone, yeah. someone edited it to land the bottom, just like the Judging Day shorts and stuff tables says, and our truth. Yeah, yeah, bloodline family tree. Dude, Cody, That's I'm just just as a quick interruption. I'm watching Cody. We'll talk about this next week, but I'm watching Cody come to the ring right now. He's signing fi- action figures. He's signing. Po- this dude, he's got it. He knows what he knows what he's doing. He's, he's next Cena, man. He's, he's next Cena. Crushing. I was just watching that too. That was it, was that like a was that his AW figure or was that in W one? It was a defining moments where he had the torn peck. Oh, okay. Uh, the box looks like an AW one. I was like, I thought it'd yeah, be so funny I, if like I, I someone's like, a, can you sign I have this? a bunch. It's the uh, eight defining moments collection. Uh, but well, yeah, speaking of hit- figs, I was in uh, I was in Target today. I, I know Tim's a fig collector. There was, uh, I guess they released some some figs for WrestleMania 40 coming up. So they had the Rock with his Rock Championship from years ago against Cena. Uh, there's a Pat McAfee fig now. And there's a John Cena fig with the green shirt. I will send you guys the picture off air. Uh, who knows? Maybe Jeremy can edit in, edit it in. I don't know if we have that capability, but I did. T Swift. Yeah, I no, no. I just got the. Uh, I got an MJF figure to add to the modern day guy shelf. And he, he just perfectly sinks right in there. He's got the Burberry scarf. He's looking <laughs> great. He's taking. He's taking pictures of Alicia too on just like every vacation that they've ever been on. <laughs> we also bought another figure recently. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the punk throwback. Throwback punk of his uh, what each time. Yes. So AEW before he, shorts. Yeah, before he got fired, AEW released the. <laughs> the throwback ring of honor punk because you know tony khan bought the catalog he has the rights to all this stuff so this is like a sick throwback fig that's really cool now just 
the face uh the face scan Split is actually feet. really good on it. Sometimes with the AEW yeah. figures they can be a little bit eh, but this one's a good one. Uh last thing I'll say about our truth is that Tim says he is immortal. By the way. Dude, he looks the same for like thirty years. Literally. He does, yeah, that's true. Even when he was uh in um TNA, he still looked the same basically. Yeah, he used to, and then he was in, if you go back and watch, like, the 98 or 99 Royal Rumble, he's in there, too, but his name back then was K-Quick. Dude, it's crazy. Crazy. And he looks the same. Well, you know what else is crazy? Gunther had his 600-day Intercontinental Reign celebration, Um, and he was basically saying that he has, you know, taken anyone out, and no man can beat them. And out came Jay Uso, and it looks like. What do you think? Do you think we have a uh, an elimination chamber match, or do you think we have a WrestleMania match? I think WrestleMania, because so no Jimmy versus Jay then. Well, I mean, now that you say that, you I the only way to book it is if Jimmy costs Jay the Intercontinental yeah. Championship. But nothing has been booked official. Yeah, they only have another week until the Elimination Chamber, like after this week. Yeah, so I think we're going to get, you know, whether we're going to find out tonight whether Gunther uh, is facing Jay at Elimination Chamber. And if they don't book it, then he's probably going to face him at WrestleMania 40. But if they do book it, I say Jimmy... Jay loses and due to Jimmy interference, then we get Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. I think so. Got tongue tied. Lots <laughs> going on. Uh, our main event Cody Rhodes defeating Shinsuke Nakamura in a bullet match using the exact same bullet that Cody Rhodes' father used and brought with him throughout the territory days i actually you know what that was a cool fact for me because i didn't know that and i when i saw that fact i was like that's that's cool to me that type of shit is um oh yeah for sure afterwards uh dream mcintyre would come out though and uh beat up cody uh, Shinsuke doesn't then, then right enough there but they showed a clip tonight um then Shinsuke would help drew uh, continue to be up Cody, then Sami Zayn would run out um, to assist in uh, saving Cody. And uh, Sami and Shinsuke. I mean, look, their match in NXT was fucking phenomenal. If they can, it I mean, it's, it'd be hard to beat for them to replicate that, though. But I was going to say that was eight years ago. Yeah, and it was a lot. There was a lot of anticipation too. So like the crowd was already really into it when Shinsuke yeah. debuted. And back then, those NXT fans were like hardcore wrestling fans that knew like yeah. I'm just, and I'm just saying, and I'm I'm not an athlete by any means, but I'm just thinking of the way I probably could have <laughs> moved around on stage eight years ago compared to how I move around on stage now. And it's, <laughs> it's a big difference. Andy probably can feel that when he went, he jumped on my trampoline the other day. There's something. Something I feel when I skate. Something happens. Something you just happens. Like, I can't yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hurt my hip, and still, it's finally healing now. It's been like a month. Oh so, my god, know, that takes crazy. forever now. Once you once you hit, I'm 30, like an old man walking around. Yeah, once you hit thirty, your body's like, okay, you're done. 
You start, you start having to add stretching to your daily yeah, routine. Dude, if you stretch, uh, yeah. I love right. doing yoga now. If you don't stretch, you're fucked. There's, I tell you what, you gotta DDP, do some DDP is onto something. Yeah, <laughs> DDP yoga. It actually does really help. Stretching Did y'all know Taylor is... Swift is a pilot. Oh my god! All right, let's move on from T Swift. She was standing there in the crowd. She was standing her there. finger up. We don't want acknowledging the tribal chief. <laughs> um, so that wraps up. Let's get a dynamite. Not too much to talk about, but there were some big things that happened. Uh, dynamite opened up with Swave Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. This is the third encounter with him. Yep. Match went about like half an hour. I went to a time limit draw. Uh, Hangman gets on the mic afterwards and says, uh, that the stipulation, you know, was Swerve had to win in order to face Samoa Joe Revolution, which he did not. But then Tony Schiavone gets told from backstage that uh, Revolution, it's going to be Samoa Joe versus Swerve versus Hangman in a triple threat for the AEW World title. I actually like that idea. I really, I mean, is it too early to take the belt off of Joe? I know Swerve to be champ. I don't you think don't so. You yeah, I don't think it's too early. Pull the trigger on Swerve. Also, did they do like it's almost like they did like a double turn in this match too at the end because Swerve was like, "I want five more minutes," as like a babyface would do, and then Hangman was like, "Nope, you're supposed to beat me." He can, he might as well be a babyface without acting like it. I mean, I know. Uh, I mean, the way the fans react to him, you know. Yeah, especially during this match. <laughs> So then I also wanted to talk about uh, John Moxley and Claudio defeated uh, members from CMLL. CMLL has been all over the place lately. That uh, wrestling, it's a, is it a Mexican or? Yeah. It's a Mexican mm-hmm. wrestling yeah. organization, CMLL. Um, yeah. And they've been fighting with the uh, Blackpool Combat Club on, on like every single show in some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is leading to Forbidden Door because I feel like it's too far away if they're just like playing the seeds, but it's like every every show that's what is involved. Yeah, I don't I don't really know where they're going either, but I don't I think it's kinda cool to see something different with CMLL. Like CMLL. I mean it's cool. I, I mean, you know, it's the the thing that uh I think really hurts them is because it's totally different in like Mexico with the tag team where it's like the person who's in the ring is the legal man. You can just roll out. You don't have to tag. And so they don't really, like, there was a moment in this match, I think, where they're supposed to tag, and they didn't, and the ref kind of just, like, let it go because they're not used to doing that. I'm actually physically tagging? Yeah, because, like, you it's can like just, like, roll out the ring. Yeah. yeah, you can have roll out the ring over there, and then whoever jumps in is the legal person. We've talked about it. We've talked about it in the past. I think Andy's with me on this. It doesn't really, I mean, it's not like it's like that big of a deal, but I'm a personally a fan of you have to be holding the rope the way FTR does it in order to be tagged. That's the, that's the legitimate way that you're always supposed to tag team wrestling. I'd say I'm in between. As long as it's clear who the legal man is, once it becomes chaotic and I don't remember who the legal man is There's or can't tell, yeah. that's when I don't like it. 
It's not that the yeah. match isn't good. That's the thing that people misunderstand. People are like, they work their ass off. I'm like, it has nothing to do with the fact that they didn't try hard. It's just I, I can't tell what's going on because it's too confusing. It's too many people. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's yeah. not me hating on the 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 effort. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, 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 I lose, I can't follow it. Uh, it. I try to, and then something happens and there's too many moving parts. And then I'm looking over here when what's actually is legal is going over here. And then, yeah, I think they just need to do a better job explaining it. Sometimes like if they're not going to do that, uh, like the actual physical tag, I just have to explain it. And then I think everyone will be okay with it. But that's, that's the only part that I saw during this match is like, they just have to get used to that. Well, that's like cool. the bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros had to get used to it. Um, the main event of the show, though, was Sting and Darby Allin uh, facing Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the AEW Tag Team Championships, and they won. Sting's final title, and first title, they said, in fuck. Years? I, like I mean, did he have any titles in TNA? It was like, they said 2013, wasn't it, or something like that? In 10 years? 11? I think so. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute. But, oh, long time, yeah. Um, I, I know this is like totally off to- topic, but I, I'm watching it on mute. I don't know what they're saying, but I'm watching Cody and I am too. Seth go back and forth, and I'm looking at Cody and like, I remember when he got that tattoo, everybody was like, this is like the worst thing that he could have ever done. And I, again, I'm a very, I'm a very tattooed man. If I hold my arms up, you could see. But at the, at the same time, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I think it's like the best thing he could have done. Like, <laughs> I don't think it hurt him at all. Like, kids still love him. The branding, like, people are like into it. Like, I can't. Yeah, I, I don't can't, think it hurt him at all either. I don't think it hurt. I think if anything, it helped. Weirdly. I will say I used to like notice it a lot and like couldn't help but to look at it. Now, majority mm-hmm. of the time, I don't like. I wouldn't even have looked at it until you said something. Well, just like yeah. I'm your brother. Now it's just like a part I'm of your me. brother, right? You probably used to notice my tattoos all the time. Now, when we hang out, you probably it's like they're not even there. You know what I mean? Like it's just like no, I don't think about it. Even though he has a big ass fucking one on his neck, but yeah, I don't even <laughs> really think about it anymore. Um. So the show went off the air with them celebrating as tag champs, and I guess you had to find it online or see a clip somewhere. But wasn't it? It was on TV, no? The beatdown. Yeah, I watched it back on mine, and I thought it was on TV. Uh, then I, I guess I don't have the extended time for the recording of mine. Because I didn't watch live, so like maybe if you were watching live, it would just roll into it. Mine, mine really... just recorded. The rest of it, I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know what it did, but yeah. With the Bucks, uh, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, EVPs came out with a bat and would attack Darby and Sting, getting Darby's blood on their all white suits. Why are you wearing all white suits? It's the, for that purpose. No, that's exactly why they wore all white suits. It's the effect. Matt no, Cardona, I know. I know, but Matt Cardona said that when he did his death match with Nick Gage he's like I purposely wore all white because I knew that it was going to look fucking crazy like if I started bleeding yeah. <laughs> no there's that Sebastian joke when he goes why you got white carpet <laughs> talking about making people take off their shoes because yeah. they have white carpet why you got white um, carpet 
So yeah, so the Young Bucks attacked afterwards, and um, I think I think it was a rampage. Um, they showed like an interview that took place afterwards, and basically saying that Stan Darby made them do it, and why'd you make us do it, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, didn't write anything down this week for Rampage. Um, I didn't think there was anything that moved stories forward, but I do have some stuff for Collision, which I'm going to get into. I'm switching up the format this week. We'll end with the WrestleMania kickoff, in, which goes straight into SmackDown. So Collision, uh, looks like FTR is going to start feuding with the Blackpool Combat Club. Blackpool Combat Club running the ring kind of premium. And uh, I guess basically saying they could take on anyone. I think was the gist of it, and that too are not coming out. Um, Eddie Kingston challenges Brian Danielson at Revolution. with stipulation, but uh, he's, Eddie said if he wins, Brian has to shake his hand. And that's because Brian Danielson didn't want to shake his hand last time and that he doesn't respect Eddie, so he knows it'll piss Brian off if he, yeah. if he wins. So, so far at Revolution, we have Deanna Plaza versus Tony Storm. We have Samojo Hangman and Swerve. We have Sting and Darby defending their championships, I assume, against the Young Bucks. Yeah. We have Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, I mean. And then something's got to happen with Adam Copeland. He's the, kinda, yeah, he had a, didn't he have a segment in collision? We'll find out who's going to face Christian next week. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure we're getting this also. Luke and Brian Cage have been feeling um, they bond with one another this week. And maybe Brian Cage wants that FTW championship again. If you remember, he was the first in AEW. I don't um, really like how they put a hook from like the main event of Samoa Joe to Brian Cage. Who but a... <laughs> Took it from Canyon. Um, Adam Copeland had a segment that Everyone. What does he call himself? The Wolverine? Ugh. Brian Cage just don't Isn't do that what me. fucking Chris Benoit called, called himself? He called himself the Rabid Wolverine. Chris... Yeah. <laughs> and the Crippler. <laughs> yeah, the Crippler. <laughs> so now Adam his Kirkland... names don't sound great. My Adam Crippler still wants Christian. I you with my hands and cripple you. <laughs> yes. That's what he used to do on the ECW. Paul Heyman would make Chris Benoit apparently just rub his hands. He'd say, Yeah, and I'm from Canada, and I'm going to put you in the cross face and cripple you. Terrible. <laughs> anyway, Adam Copeland had a segment. He still wants Christian Cage. Daniel Garcia would come out. Uh, Garcia feels like he is next since. Uh, he pumped Christian the week before. I uh, don't so want like to come off too strong. I just want you to. What the fuck dude, is that? Somebody edited oh, this his, his... That Drake song over Daniel Garcia. Dude, it is so fucking. I was dying. <laughs> it's like that. It's just like. I don't want to come off too strong. And it's just like over top of him, like doing this. Dude, it's <laughs> just him dancing. It's, per it's perfect. It perfectly goes through to it. <laughs> Lincoln bio. Next week, though. <laughs> next week, it was made official. 
Adam Copeland versus Daniel Garcia faces Christian for the TNT title. Um, again, I assume it's going to be a revolution. And the main event was Orange Cassidy defeating and retaining his championship against Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. That's AEW this week, guys. Uh, let's get into what I really wanted to get into, which is the WrestleMania kickoff event. WrestleMania kickoff event in Vegas. Opened with. Did it open with Triple H? Uh, well, the kickoff panel. <laughs> I don't know how much more we can play that song on YouTube, though. Yeah, dude, don't get us. I don't want to get, get taken off of, you, off of YouTube, but dude, I'm not gonna lie, that song. Yeah. Though, I'm losing views on TikTok, man. Yeah, dude, listen, it. listen. Drake didn't hide the world from his meat. He hid his meat from the world, Poppy. All right. Champagne, Poppy. Um. So the WrestleMania kickoff event, we had the panel Songs. first, which Songs was Max. which was <laughs> Matt McAfee, Michael Cole, CM Punk, and who else was on there? There was a fourth, Biggie. Biggie, yes, he said his neck is doing well. Um, that means that he's like, I'm here, so Punk won't get fined. He did say that. Punk also, <laughs> Punk would end up saying, they were talking about the We Will Cody movement and the Rock stealing a spot. He said, well, are you guys I love when Big E was like, and I'm here to make sure that you don't get fired because, no, you know, no offense, but, you know, you got a reputation. Punk was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, fair enough. Um, but the first official guest was Bianca Belair. Um, who still doesn't know what she's doing for Mania. If you ask Punk, it should have been the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble Bailey, which I can't disagree with. Bailey was not at the kickoff event. Dude, Punk's a real homie. Oh, uh, yeah. Him, that's, a, that's a real homie move for him to go on Instagram Live and be like, by the way, I don't know why we didn't... forget talk- that Bailey's your winner. Yeah, like, I don't know why we didn't talk about yeah. this, but don't forget, Bailey's the, you know, the winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, after after Bianca, we had Rhea Ripley come out, um, and then Becky Lynch would come out during her segment. I told Tim, why would you have her come out if this is not where you're going with WrestleMania? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's it's the match. It's the match. It's the match I want to see. It's the match I would the match. Um, after that, we had Seth Rollins come out, who called out Cody. And instead of Cody responding, it was a Roman. Roman would come out. Uh, I'll say, during this entire segment, there's no people that are going to come out, but during this entire segment, anyone else feel a fucking... Roman just put down Seth like he was a oh fucking bitch the entire Seth? time, just talking to him, like talking down to him. Seth got buried this entire segment, dude. It was it was rough. 
Yeah. Like, he didn't have anything going for him in this. I know Tim probably knows it too. You were going to Roman and Seth during this entire segment, start to finish. It was weird. He waved him around. He was like, get back. He's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, called him number two. Like, and all making this. His championship looked bad. You're making dude, him look Roman bad. is just like, he's he's in God mode, like he said. You just can't, can't fuck <laughs> with that. Although, we'll, so talk about it. Seth- we'll talk about it. Roman has never looked more or less of a star than when he was standing next to the rock. Let me let me say that. So, <laughs> speaking of the rock, so Roman said that he There's chooses for There's levels of this baby. He chooses for WrestleMania the rock. And so the rock's music hit. Mixed reactions from the audience. The rock says a couple things I'm trying to remember, but he said uh you know, is is the Rock versus Roman gonna be the biggest WrestleMania event of all time? Was one of them. Um, he's basically he said the things along that line, and there was Rocky sex chance, there was <laughs> booze, there was smelling going on. Um, smelling. I was on top of the ropes, and I was smelling. show earlier that day. Um. And before he went on to talk about the Cody Crybabies and all that, he said that he did, that they did expect this reaction with yeah, with things. Um, but yeah, he did mention the Cody Crybabies uh, on stage during the kickoff event. And um, in the middle of his, his uh, you could call it a promo, you hear... Uh, Cody on the mic from backstage being all like, hold on, hold on. He comes out and he says, this is bullshit. He said, What's so funny, Tim? This is bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> um, so Cody, Cody would basically say, you know, you know, you have a, you're the champion, but you know, it's not his choice to make. It's Cody's choice to make. Cody chooses Roman. Uh, Roman said that it's too late now. He said, go to, he said, go over there with the guy in the green suit talking about <laughs> Seth Rollins. Seth, uh, Seth was getting disrespected. Seth, yeah, Seth, Seth. So this entire thing when the, after the rock came out, like was just over there in the corner. Yeah, that, that's why I think the whole time I was watching, I was like, where is the point of Seth even being out here? I, don't, I, I, still, know. I still don't know where, wait, sorry, I was looking at Jordan Grace in WWE, that's weird. Um, uh, that's not Jordan Grace, never mind, that's somebody else. Um, oh, that's always Stark. My bad. <laughs> uh, I saw a muscular woman, and I was like, oh, okay, that's who that is. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't know where Seth fits into all this, you know? Like, I well, get he, he like he champion. he doesn't fit into it, you know. Like he fits into like the elimination chamber part of it, but that's it. I don't well, know why he needs to be there. Guys, Punk's gonna be back by Mania. Punk's gonna be back by Mania. Before Cody came out, I should say the Rock. He said, "Whether you like it or not, you will respect it." And then he put the uh, the family tree for him and Roman. 
which you can find even run online. Some fans are trying to figure out where people land, like I have. <laughs> and so they showed they showed the true. I guess you could say it was the broad line in physical form on they the screen. Had, uh, Link came a, out. They even put. I was looking at the names. They even put like Jacob Fatu up there, who's like an indie guy. And like some, you know, they put Jimmy, like they... so his wife, Naomi, Naomi, Trinity, Batu. Yeah. Um. So Cody comes out, says it's bullshit. Um, he says that he chooses Roman Reigns, and uh, there's a little back and forth. Uh, Cody, I wish I knew it word for word, but Cody said, "How can any of you be ahead of, ahead of the table when, for the past two years, none of you have." Done the cooking. Mm-hmm. Let him cook. Cody. Let my so. boy Cody cook. He just <laughs> roasted your asses. Um, and then and then uh, what did Roman say that uh, Dusty would be embarrassed of yeah. Cody right now? And then Cody brings up uh, the High Chief and Roman's grandpa and says that. Uh, they would be ashamed, and then The Rock gets real serious and says, you know, talk about his grandpa, uh, you're talking about my family, you know, you're talking about the High Chief, basically you're talking about my family. Um, he ends up slapping Cody Rhodes. Uh, you can see each other's face, Roman, Cody, The Rock, and even Seth Rollins. So this, is, Seth, where, this is where I'm like, where, why is Seth in on this? Why is he defending Cody? <laughs> So what I like about this is that for once, even if I'm wrong, I usually have a prediction where things are going to go, and this time I don't. I feel like I'm treading water. <laughs> you know? So, so let's, let's throw out some options. Could you get Roman and Rock teaming up to face Seth and Cody Say elimination chamber, or do you do something like that at night one at Mania? Do you think this match even happens? A tag match somewhere? Well, they did say that they're not going to do elimination chamber because they're not booked for it, and I don't think The Rock can even make it. But they talked about night win, night one for WrestleMania, and then the Cody and Roman match. Obviously, be the main event of night one. But then, if that's if that happens at Mania, Seth still needs to defend his title at Mania. Yeah, he just doesn't get that main event spot then, which I don't like about it. He gets a main event spot. It's just not a singles match. You know it's what they n- say. Well, yeah, yeah. That's karma. What do they say? That's karma. And uh, I don't know if or you what? know who. I don't know if you know who karma is, but he's a guy on the Chiefs. He's a bitch. He's a guy on the Chiefs. Oh my coming, god! And he's coming. All home. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so speaking of that, speaking of that, Tim, we, me, Andy and I were talking about before we started recording. Um, I don't like if you watch Super Bowl, they all Nickelodeon also had a broadcast for it, and it was SpongeBob and Patrick commentating the Super Bowl. That is and hilarious. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if they had like alternate broadcasts for WrestleMania? And it was like SpongeBob and Patrick commentating WrestleMania. Well, it's weird on so Disney. He's like, no, I didn't want to. <laughs> You actually sounded exactly like it, which is it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, you know, they also do a uh, on Disney Plus. They do a version of football where it's in Andy's room and oh, it's, yeah. toy, it's Toy Story. 
That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's right. Dude, I mean, dude, there you go. So I kind of like if you had told me this shit when I was a kid, like, dude, they're gonna do like the Super Bowl, but it's gonna be Toy Story. I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I would watch that WrestleMania this that broadcast over the normal one <laughs> if they had that option. SpongeBob commentating. They have like effects on the screen. Yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy. So. To wrap up the kickoff event, where do you think they go with all this? Does Rock even get a singles match anymore? I don't think he gets a singles match anymore, at least. Like that was the plan. Now they're showing that it's Roman versus Cody. Let me ask you guys this. Did they do Rock and Roman because they felt like this is what everybody wanted, and then all of a sudden... It got too out of hand with a negative backlash, and they were like, "Oh shit! Let never mind. Let's go back to the other plan." Or do I don't you know, think this, they trust him? Or do you think this is was the plan all along? This was definitely not the plan all along. I don't I think don't so either. I think that they did the whole like, "I'm gonna challenge you, but not at WrestleMania," and then uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you guys were to catch that or not. Uh, and then yeah. he he didn't, and then people freaked out, and then all of a sudden it's back on. So it feels like they were like, yeah. "Oh boy, we made a mistake here." That even the Rock was like, well, "Like yeah. Tim said last week." I guess you're right. Like Tim said last week, if the purpose at all was to take eyes off of the Vince McMahon stuff, it mission accomplished. Yeah, it's still working. Well, it wasn't like part from the intro, by the way. Speaking of, Brock has been removed from the WWE intro of the shows. Yeah, replaced with the LA. And he will be gone. Then she sent a video (laughs) of her urinating, and I was up here in Canada. What? All right, sorry, sorry. I called you a bitch. Called her stupid bitch. All right, but uh, uh, wasn't that part of the Rock's deal? That car is too fit. God. Brock. Wasn't that part Brock of what? Doesn't like shit. Of uh, the Rock's deal when he signed for the board as like to have some WrestleMania match. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Brock doesn't always take showers, but when he does, they're golden. They're golden. <laughs> um. Well... SmackDown was the next night, and there was a little bit of fun from this. Triple H would open up the show, and let's just say he put the rock in his place. He said, there's people back there that need to know the rules. It was one of his, uh, one of his quotes. Um, what else did he say? Well, uh, I... It was announced during this entire segment. There was a lot going on. Nick Aldis and uh, Adam Pierce were with him in the ring as well. And it was announced that the Elimination Chamber qualifiers would be starting uh, for the men's, that is. And before I announced that, um, I did want to say quotes from it. Um, yeah, he said, maybe some people don't know their uh, and he said, I don't really care where you sit. The answers come from one place and one place only. And you are looking at it. And then he said, it doesn't matter if you don't like that decision. Uh, Dream McIntyre would come out, though. 
and uh, refer to himself to me like this. He referred to himself. He's even to thank the fans for buying the CM Punk shirts, and he called himself DM Hunk, Drew McIntyre Hunk. <laughs> I'm shaking this. I want you to know, I'm not a religious man, but I prayed for this, <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> and it happened. Um, so he's still keeping these issues with Punk at the forefront. Does Punk come back to face Drew? Really? In a street fight. Because it's less physical than doing a regular match. You could do a hardcore match. Which is crazy to think. As a kid, I would never think that. But Right. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, somehow it is. I don't know. He, That's he the did reason have why... surgery. Like, they said he had surgery. The reason yeah, I think why... So but the reason why Shawn Michaels came back and did the non-sanctioned with Triple H is because he thought it would be easier on his body than doing a regular match, which is crazy. Did you know he had a match in his own company before? I did watch. I watched the video the other day. It was weird. I had never seen that. Saw that clip? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, so it technically wasn't his first wrestling match before. That was like some match match. alternate timeline shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Drew McIntyre mentioned um, something about best for business, which kind of refers back to, um, what were they called? The Authority. So we'll call back to that. Um, so, like you said, Elimination Chamber uh, qualifiers were announced for the men's. Six matches, 12 competitors um, to determine the final six. So, the competitors are Randy Orton, Bronson Reed, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, AJ Styles, The Miz, Bobby Ashley, Ivar, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Dominic Mysterio, and LA Knight. So, to kick that off, we had a first elimination qualifier. And it was Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. And winner, and moving on to elimination chamber, is Drew McIntyre because <laughs> your boy, LA Knight, yeah. Interfered. He was in the commentary. I'm still saying it. We said it a while ago. AJ Styles, LA Knight, WrestleMania. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I feel bad that LA Knight, though, you know, with The Rock and Roman and Punk and Cody. I mean, this dude was on fire. I knew this was a mistake. They should not have had him lose to Roman in Saudi Arabia. I said then. You're pulling the trigger too early. It's not ready yet. You did. You did say. You took the lasagna out of the oven when it wasn't all the way cooked, and it tasted a little bit good, but it could have been way better. I'm just saying. Do you think he bounces the world back if he defeats AJ at WrestleMania? I guess, but it, it's never going to be how it was. You had something. You had something there. What do you the think? Prince, the Prince, was, uh, no, the Prince wanted it. The Prince said, I want Roman versus <laughs> LA Knight, and they were like, all right. We'll give it to you, even though this should be at WrestleMania like, in two years. And he's like, he's like another fifty million dollars. And they're like, all right, actually, AJ's opened up whatever WrestleMania. you want. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you guys want. AJ, AJ, the fans are going to be so sick of me saying AJ trying to talk. AJ has opened up WrestleMania a couple of times. Do you think this match is strong enough to open up WrestleMania? I think some. I think, I think so, AJ yeah. just needs to like not open up WrestleMania and like have a match somewhere later on the card. My poor dude. The disrespect. I forgot this. Also, speaking of AJ, the com- the commentators 
Sony announced that AJ is no longer with the OC. So OC is now just Gallows and Anderson and Meechin. Poor Gallows and Anderson came back for fucking nothing. Yeah, those two guys, I don't know what. They're, they're just getting paid being in catering is what it is. Well, speaking of Meechin, we have women's elimination qualifier. Bianca Bauer defeated Meechin. So Bianca joined Becky Lynch in the Elimination Chamber um, match coming up on, was it, the 24th, I believe? Uh, yes. Dan Breaker was seen backstage with Triple H, and then Paul Heyman walks up to talk to Triple H, um, mainly about the stuff that took place at the uh, press conference. There was a segment with Bill to address what happened uh, the week before with um, the fallout of damage control. Dakota Kai would come out, who wasn't there last week, and uh, Bailey didn't believe that, you know, Dakota and Bailey never had anything to do with it. Um, the rest of damage control comes out, and Dakota Kai would end up grabbing a chair and helps to fend off the rest of them. So it looks like, for now, Dakota is on Bailey's side. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Dakota's really close to. Um, coming back, I could totally see Bailey team out with Dakota. Ah, Bailey team out with Dakota against Tito Takabuki Warriors in Australia, where Dakota is That's a good point. They have to make okay. that match this week or next week, then. Look it. It'll probably be this week. Xbox! The yeah. already written. Two teams are already written. You don't need it. Smoke turkey. Uh, Tim had some hair. Tim had some heat with this next match. It was a member of contenders tag team match. This is my <laughs> hair heat. For Asian Chamber, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate would defeat DIY. But Tim has some hair heat with Pete Dunn. All right, look, I'm a long hair man. I, I love I love long hair. <laughs> Andy knows this. He and he loves you some Pete Dunn. And I love me some Pete Dunn. There is such a thing. It's too long hair. It's too long. <laughs> You need like a solid four inches off, and then you'll be good. It's just too long right now. You look insane. Other than that, looking great. <laughs> you look insane. I was watching the new, uh, the new one of the episodes of Bianca and Montez's Andy, show. Andy remembers this. I was probably like ten years old. I saw Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Two. He was riding that motorcycle. He had that long hair, and I was like, "This is me now. This is who I've become." But <laughs> not to mention Shawn Michaels as well, and, and Shawn Michaels in the Elimination Chamber, which I loved. I thought I mean, when I was a kid, no, I thought the haircut. I know, but I thought the Dutch boy haircut was sick when I was a kid. I don't know why. Was, he, you know why he never did it again? Because it was terrible. Because it was terrible. But when I was twelve, I was like, dude, this hair. It was like his hair is sick, but. Too long. Speaking of, man, that take it down. If you guys are following any of us on social media, you'll see uh, we posted the video with the package from that elimination chamber. <laughs> so, David Sahadi. Best video package of all time. David Sahadi is the king. He made <laughs> that video package. He made the My Way video package for Stone Cold. I mean, he's any video package you think of when you're a kid that you're. Like used to, man. You know why? Yeah. You know why? Because he's not making them. 
Yeah, I could cry. They're so good. They were so good. It made the video packages before the pay per view sometimes were better than the the actual pay per view. Yeah, those were the best. Like, I remember, like, Rock and Brock at SummerSlam was like the first one to I remember. I remember a bunch. I don't know why these stand out, but I remember a bunch of Triple H and Kevin Nash ones. Like that cold, I don't love how you love. Please don't leave me. What the was the Remember, cold. it was Shawn Michaels and Triple H again, but this was like the last time they really feuded, and they tackled. He got tackled on the car. Is it the? Again. Oh no, it's a uh, puddle of mud. The thing with Brad. Yeah. And then there's one that's it's like also the, like the end is near. They used to do those. Ah oh, man, I missed that. The theme song from O two to O four is is. Yeah. Peak. Like when they used to play it before the matches too, like on the pay reviews, it would I be like, yeah, it would also help you like pace it out then because you would watch this video and get ready for the next match. It wouldn't just like start. Mm-hmm. Andy Brock and Undertaker in the biker Jane, Brock and Undertaker in the biker Jane match. Uh, uh, today is the day by uh, God, what was that band called? Dope. Yeah. Today is the day. Oh, no mercy. Yeah. I do like get Dude, Saliva had to have had stock in WWE at that time. So it's, were... <laughs> it's actually funny that you said that. Uh, so they kind of actually did. They were set up to record their albums in the WWE recording studio. And in return, they would make music, some music for WWE to use. Batista songs, some pay-per-view themes. Batista's entrance was one of the best. The guns, yeah. And it'd be a funny one. Um, it like didn't happen right away, so like he would like hit it, and then it'll go off. Logan Paul was backstage. I know we off track, guys. I guess he was back. Logan Paul was backstage without him piercing their cards. Um, it seemed like last week. You know, plans always change, but it seemed like last week they were going to have KO face Logan Paul again. But yeah. um, plans change all the time. And uh, based off the things that Logan Paul does in his matches and how they've been booking him, I can see him being in the Elimination Chamber. Um, obviously not winning. Maybe feuding with someone in there that leads to a match at Mania. And then the main event was Randy Orton defending Sami Zayn. And the Elimination Chamber qualifier. Um, afterwards, Drew McIntyre, who had won his match earlier, came down, did a stare down. Um, Drew said, We've done this a couple of times, we're going to do it again. Randy said, Basically, he's looking forward to it, and the show would go off the air. SmackDown was packed this week. Uh, biggest thing this week was the main, uh, kickoff event on the way to WrestleMania. We had less than two months, guys, left to go for mm-hmm. Mania to be there. Almost there. Hair update. I don't um, think it's going to be long enough for the wrestler man bun by the time we get there. It's very sad. I said, this, I said this a few weeks ago. I don't know. Two months? I think I could be able to get it up. It's going to be like Shawn Michaels. In the Elim- it. It's going to be the Shawn Michaels in the Elimination Chamber, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be shirtless with brown tights. Yeah, <laughs> and, a, and a Dutch boy haircut and a beer belly hanging out. Um, but that does it, guys. I I apologize for last week and my audio. I hope I sounded better this week. Tim, do you have a classic show of the week? 
The classic show of the week is WrestleMania 9. And the reason why I chose this one is because it's a little bit on brand with everybody feeling like, oh, The Rock came in and took Cody's spot. And even though it's kind of been resolved now, it still makes sense for what we're talking about. Wait, is this the Yes, it is. So opening match uh, takes place from Las Vegas, Nevada, live from Caesars Palace. Uh, Tito Santana against Papa Shango. Uh, second match for the Intercontinental Championship, Shawn Michaels against Tatanka. Uh, the Steiners, Rick and Scott against the Head Shrinkers, Samu and Fatu, speaking of the bloodline. Uh, it's crazy how far, you know, some of these names carry over years and years. Uh, singles match, Crush versus Doink the Clown. Singles match, Bal Backlund versus Razor Ramon. Tag team match, uh, Money Inc. against... Uh, the Mega Maniacs, Hulk Hogan, and Brutus Beefcake with Jimmy Hart. Uh, numbers, uh, match seven is Lex Luger against Mr. Perfect. Then you got The Undertaker versus a very awkward wrestler named Giant Gonzalez. Ric Flair, I kill you. All right. Um, <laughs> have you guys have I ever told you guys that story? They they kept trying to get uh, that giant Gonzalez guy to cut a promo on Ric Flair, and then he was like not doing it good. And they're like, "Oh yeah," they're like, "Do it better." <laughs> they're like, "You know, you're really mad at him. You know, you gotta you really want to like you want to hurt him." So then, randomly during one of the takes, he just goes, "Ric Flair, I kill you." <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Yokozuna against Bret Hart, which. Uh, he beats Yokozuna beats Bret Hart, and then Hulk Hogan, who is the Rock. So I'm thinking of Bret being Cody in this situation. So Yokozuna beats Bret Hart, and then Hulk Hogan, who I'm thinking of as the Rock in this situation, comes out and then beats Yokozuna for the title. So very weird ending. So who's the champ going in? Let me ask you. Who's the champ going in? The champ. Bret? The champ going in, I believe, is Bret. So let me tell you this. So during the Yokozuna documentary I watched, um, they they show like these family members talking about watching them, watching this match at the time when they were young. And so Yoko wins, and they're like, "So I'm so happy." You know, this is what people were to know. And then when this what you're talking about happens, they just Yoko's family just gets fucking crushed. Well, you also have to remember, uh, you know, a little bit side note here for you. Uh, you for those that don't know, Yokozuna is not Japanese, and he's actually part no. of the Rocks family. He's in the bloodline, so he's he's in that family tree. So that's you know, it's I don't know yeah, why Rikishi's Rikishi's side. Yeah, he just played a Japanese character. I think he's Rikishi's older brother. That makes sense. Um, but, um, I, but, but yeah, that's... so yeah, Hogan Hogan decides to come back in decides to come out and he takes on Yoko and beats him for the title and so that's what Tim was getting at with the Cody comparison um, well yeah that wraps it up we're on the road to Wrestlemania we got about a uh, little less than two months join us next week for episode 119 while I play us out here <laughs>